Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control, it gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to the Sports Stove Podcast. We are live, and tonight we are doing a special UFC edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. In just a few minutes, we're going to be joined by UFC heavyweight Harry Hunsucker. He's going to be with us for a couple minutes, and we're going to talk with him about his fight against Bam Bam Tuavasa just a few weeks ago. And then we'll also talk about what's ahead for his UFC future and excited about having him on uh, again with us. He's been on the podcast once before, uh, several weeks ago after his Dana White Contender Series uh, fight. And of course, now uh, he's been in the UFC. So we're going to be talking to him all about that uh, debut that he had. And the dogs like to talk about it as well. Uh, But we're also going to be previewing uh, the UFC on ABC's uh, fight night that's coming up, Vittori versus uh, Kevin Holland. And uh, we'll be giving you the picks on the main cards there for that fight. Of course, a lot of UFC uh, excitement is ahead this weekend. Saturday will be Vittori versus Holland. Next weekend is Whitaker versus Gastelum. And then on April the 24th, UFC 261, headlined by Kamara Usman and Jorge Masvidal. Three title fights on that UFC 261 card. Zhang Wali, Rosanama Yunus uh, will be fighting, as well as Valentino Shevchenko and Jessica Andrade. That one's a loaded card. Uriah Hall and Chris Weidman fighting on there. Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute, Alex Oliveira, Randy Brown. It's a loaded and stacked card. UFC 261 on April the 24th. But... Tonight, it's all about looking ahead to this Saturday 
and the card there that again will be on ABC the second time the UFC has been on ABC. This card will have three fighters debuting in the UFC, have 15 total fights if none get canceled. Four fights have already been canceled leading up to this fight card, uh, but they still have a full stacked card with 15 total fights on there as well. And in a few minutes, we will give you our predictions, our picks, and our preview for the main card fights there on the UFC on ABC. Like I said, in just a moment, we'll be joined by UFC heavyweight Harry Hunsucker. But first, I want to let you know that tonight's live Sports Stove podcast is being brought to you by Blue Coolers. Blue Coolers has been called by some the Yeti Killers and uh, these are coolers that you have to check out. If you like being in the outdoors, fishing, camping, hiking, whatever it may be, now is the time for you to go get yourself a blue cooler. They have a 55-quart cooler that I'm telling you is worth every single penny. It has a 10-day ice retention uh, along with a five-year warranty. Uh, it is five-star approved as well uh, by the by previous customers so they're definitely someone you want to check out we are posting a link to blue coolers uh, in our comment section we are also posting that link on the podcast notes if you go later to the podcast uh, you can see that there as well then uh, we're also sponsored by skull candy and skull candy has been with us now for a while uh, if you need headphones you need earbuds true wireless earbuds you need to get them from Skull Candy. Uh, again, we're going to put the link for that in the comment section of this video. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, and we're going to turn that off. We're going to get that going for you. Uh, but nonetheless, those are available for you. If you click on the links that we've put in the comment section, then you'll be able to get those products that you need, as well as support the Sports Stove podcast uh, by using those links. They'll know that we sent you as well. And both of those products, Blue Coolers and Skull Candy, both well worth the investment uh, there. And again, I mean, I I'm telling you, these Blue Coolers uh, blow my mind. Uh, they are uh, comparable to the other name brands, but the quality that's there. And uh, now this is the time of year to get them, right? Uh, you got ball games that'll be coming up uh, here in the summer. Uh, if you're at the baseball field or in the fall, you go ahead and get your cooler now. Get that, man, 10-day ice retention. Hold that ice for 10 days. That's quite the deal as well. You're watching the Sports Stove Podcast live. This is our special MMA edition. In just a moment, we'll be joined by UFC heavyweight Harry Hunsucker. Uh, and we'll also be giving you the preview and our picks for UFC on ABC2, which is Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland. It should be a pretty decent card uh, as well. This is a, a fight card that is, uh, you know, it, it originally, of course, Darren Till was supposed to be on this card fighting Marvin uh, Vittori, but uh, he had a broken collarbone and could not be in the fight. Uh, and so Kevin Holland steps up. He is just three weeks off of his, uh, well, not even that. I think it's, what, 17 days since his last fight. Uh, a very discouraging loss to Derek Brunson, one that he has gotten a lot of flack over the way that he fought and the things that he did there. Uh, but nonetheless, Kevin Holland steps up uh, and uh, and he's ready to go against Marvin Vittori. He seems definitely excited about the opportunity to come back 
and kind of build back up on his name after all the, the, the harsh criticism that he took after the Derek Brunson fight, because those five fights in 2020, everybody was applauding him. Everyone was encouraging him. Everyone was on board with Kevin Holland, but that fight against Brunson was such a letdown. And, uh, you know, it just, it was one of those things where you look at it and you go, uh, disappointment as a fan to see that fight and how it went down, uh, as well. We're going to go ahead and get started on the previews. Uh, and then once, um, Harry Hunsucker is here, we'll bring him in. He should be with us any moment now. Uh, and of course, Harry Hunsucker, he had his UFC debut just a few weeks ago against Bam Bam Tuavasi. He stepped in on four days notice, uh, to take that fight. And, uh, it's been one of those situations where, you know, it didn't go his way in that fight, but, uh, it provided an opportunity for him, uh, then to, to get a future in the UFC. He also took a Dana White contender series fight against Jared Vandera on two days notice. He didn't win that one either, but I mean, goodness, you give him two days notice on, on that fight, four days notice against a guy like Bam Bam Tuavasa. Uh, you can only expect so much from him. So we're excited to talk with him about what is ahead uh, there for Harry Hunsucker. So hopefully he'll be with us any minute now. Uh, the wonders of live uh, live broadcasts is, is you got to fill that time. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the previews and the picks and the things that are going on uh, there in the UFC on ABC2. Again, today's episode of the Sports Dope Podcast brought to you by Blue Coolers and Skull Candy. The links for both of those are in the comment sections on Facebook and on Twitter, and then they'll also be in the podcast notes as we put out this this uh, recording. When we're done with it, we'll put it out on podcast version that you can get anywhere you get your podcast, uh, and especially through Spreaker as the Sports Stove Podcast and the Belly Up Sports Network now all on Spreaker, so you can find us there as well. I mentioned there are three UFC debuts coming up on the card Saturday, and uh, and all three of those fighters are favored in their fights coming up this weekend. So you've got one on the main card, and uh, and we will definitely talk about that uh, here in just a second as we get to it. But that's Eli- Elias Cub uh, Kizriev, I think is how you say that. That's a hard one, hard one for me to say down here in Kentucky. But nonetheless, uh, he is favored in his fight over Kyle Dacus. Then Ignacio. Bahamandes is favored over John McDessie and Luis uh, Saldana is favored over Jordan Griffin. All three doing their debuts, all three favored to win their fights this weekend. First fight on the main card is going to be Mike Perry versus Daniel Rodriguez. Of course, most everyone has heard of Mike Perry. And if you've been paying close attention in 2020, you've heard of Daniel Rodriguez as well. Mike Perry, his last fight was a unanimous decision loss back in November to Tim Means. His last win was back in the summer, June of 2020, and that was a unanimous decision win over Mickey Gall as well. Mike Perry coming into this fight against Daniel Rodriguez at plus 145 underdog. Daniel Rodriguez is the minus 170 favorite. He's 3-1 and one. Uh, in 2020 with wins over Tim Means, Gabe Green, and Dwight Grant. His loss that he got in 2020 uh, was against Nick Dalby. And uh, so you you heard it there. Daniel Rodriguez has a win over Tim Means. Mike Perry's last fight was a loss to Tim Means. Platinum Perry has been one of those guys that 
typically people are high on. Um, he's definitely had a, you know a good career for the most part. I believe he's seven and seven in the UFC. Um, I didn't write that down, but hopefully, uh, hopefully that's correct. I'm pretty sure that's correct. But nonetheless, um, getting a hold of Harry here real quick. Sorry about that. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez, that three and one again at the minus one seventy favorite. This this is, in my opinion, is a fight that Mike Perry is not going to win. I don't think he has the uh, uh, the ability in this fight. Obviously, he has a chance to win at plus one forty five. He's not a major dog, uh, but nonetheless, we're going to lean with the favorite here in that first fight on the main card. Daniel Rodriguez uh, stepping in against Mike Perry, getting the win. Uh, there in the first fight. Then the second fight of the night on the on the main card is Nina Ar- Ansarov and Mackenzie Dern. Uh, Ansarov has not fight since fought since 2019. Of course, she's six months removed from having a child. Um, you have to wonder how much that's going to affect her in the fight process and getting ready. I asked my wife before tonight, how hard is it to have a baby and then be in fighting condition? Uh, in six months and, and, uh, the way that she punched me in that first six months, I didn't think it was too big of a deal, but I'm kidding. Of course, uh, obviously though, it'll be interesting to see how Ansaroff comes in, uh, in this fight. She'll be prepared. She'll be ready, but, uh, you cannot pretend that, uh, six months ago, having a baby is not going to affect her in this fight. Her last fight in 2019, by the way, was her first loss uh, as a pro and Tatiana Suarez, uh, unanimous decision loss to her. Mackenzie Dern comes in. She's actually the underdog in this fight. Answer offs at minus 130. Dern at plus 110. Uh, Dern has three wins in 2020. She's 10 and one as a professional. Ansarov coming in. She does a great job with keeping her opponents at distance. She uses uh, her front, her lead leg uh, to kind of keep that distance, kind of jabs with her lead leg. It's a kick, obviously, but keeping that distance, keeping the opponents off of her and then the opportunity then uh, to do to control the fight, to have it the way that she wants it to go. And uh, and nonetheless, she is coming in at the minus 130 favorite. Mackenzie Dern, very active in 2020 at plus 110. Uh, this is a hard pick for me to fight and uh, a hard fight for me to pick. And I was really leaning towards Dern. But if you look at Ansarov's uh, history, who she's fought against, the talent that she has, um, obviously her partner is, is, is the champ, the double champ. And so, uh, and Nunez. And so you have to assume that she's going to be dialed in as we saw Nunez was dialed in in her fight as well. But Ansarov, of course, a little bit different situation than Nunez is, but nonetheless, still coming off of first child. So, uh, we're going to give this one to Ansarov. We're going to lean that direction. Her first fight back, uh, as the favorite here, third fight of the night. Is going to be Julian Marquez uh, versus Smiling Sam Alvey. Alvey coming off of four losses. His uh, last two uh, fights were split decision. He had a split decision loss to Ryan Spann. He actually had a draw. His last fight, split decision draw against Da Eun Jung. Uh, Julian Marquez, uh, his last fight was an Anaconda Choke round three victory over Maki Patoli back in February. Marquez comes in as a minus 190 favorite. And uh, this will be uh, one of two dogs that we're picking tonight. We're going to go with Sam Alvey on this one. Uh, Sam is a guy that always puts in the work. He's always prepared. Um, the, the talent that he's fought versus the talent that Marquez has fought, the uh, experience that's here as well. I, you know, it's hard. 
it's hard to pick against someone you like, and I like Sam Alvey. And so maybe it's not the smartest move in the world, but Sam Alvey's at plus 160 as the underdog. Julian Marquez at minus 190. And uh, so we're going to lean with Sam Alvey in this one. Go with the underdog pick uh, here and uh, plenty of value there as well. That last, The last two fights for Alvey being split decision just show you how close he was to getting back on the winning track. And I think he's going to do it this time, this weekend, against Julian Marquez. Fourth fight of the main card is uh, Kyle Dawkins, and he's going up against the UFC debut, Eliskub Kizrev. I'm not sure how you say that name, so I apologize to him and anyone else that's offended by me missaying his name. Dawkins, his first UFC win was his last fight in November, unanimous decision victory. Uh, Kizrayev is uh, known for his round one finishes. His last fight was a round one win in 50 seconds. He has five finishes in his professional 13-0 career that ended in under one minute in the first round. So he's obviously very solid. He is the minus 125 favorite. Kyle Dawkins, the plus 100 dog in this fight. This is going to be an entertaining fight. Honestly, it's going to be an entertaining card. I think every single one of these main event cards, uh, main event, main card fights are going to be really intriguing. Even if they go the distance, I think they're going to stay active and I believe they're going to entertain the fans all along the way. This one, we're going to go with the UFC debut and Kizrayev, and uh, let him, uh, that's our pick for that that win there at the minus 125 favorite as well over Kyle Dawkins. The co-main event, uh, I believe, may be the most entertaining fight of the night. Arnold Allen is going up against Sodiq Youssef. Uh, Arnold Allen, 7-0 and in the UFC. His last fight was a unanimous decision win against Nick Lentz. That was back in January of 2020. Youssef's last fight was also a unanimous decision win in January of 2020 against Andre Feely. He is 4-0 in his UFC career as well. Youssef, the minus 140 favorite uh, over Arnold Allen, who's the plus 110 dog. And uh, so we will see how that one turns out. Two undefeated guys in the UFC uh, two risers in the UFC as well. We're going to go with the power in this one. I'm going to lean towards Sodiq Youssef. I believe his all-around uh, uh, style, his his power, his ground game is all together just as better than Arnold Allen's uh, fight, fight style at the very least. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. So I'm going to go with the favorite in this one as well at minus 140, Sodiq Youssef. The main event Saturday on UFC on ABC2, Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland. Now, Darren Till was supposed to be here. The thought was if Darren Till won this fight, he was going to get a chance at the title. Obviously, the broken collarbone takes him out of that opportunity, and uh, and he will not have that chance, of course, on Saturday. Kevin Holland coming in on uh, 17 days ago as of this recording, I believe, was his last fight against Derek Brunson where he lost by unanimous decision. That was on March the 20th, uh, just last month. 
Marvin Vittori comes in on a four-fight win streak. His last fight was against Jack Hermanson. Uh, unanimous decision. Uh, when he was 2-0, Marvin Vittori was in the year 2020. He comes in with a pretty big favorite uh, here, minus 325 for Vittori. Kevin Holland at plus 250 in this fight. I think one thing you always have to watch for when you're picking fights is you have to think about the last fight, right? If a, if a fighter's coming off of a big knockout where they got knocked out, um, you're going to assume there's going to be some, some at least a little bit of lag time there. Maybe it takes them some time to get going uh, here or whatever it may be. Kevin Holland is coming off an embarrassing fight, one in which he looked horrible, and he faced a lot of criticism for it. If you've listened to Kevin Holland talk uh, leading up now to this fight on Saturday, you can understand that he realizes the mistakes he made, not just in fighting, but his in-between rounds action. He's not afraid to talk, but he's he has made mention a few times now this week of the fact that, you know what, in between rounds, I'm going to be listening to my coaches. Obviously, he was not doing that against Derek Brunson. And so now Kevin Holland comes in. I believe focus, and I think when you have a top-tier fighter coming off an embarrassing loss, that he is his most dangerous at that point. So I believe Kevin Holland is primed for an upset over Marvin Vittori this weekend. Holland is plus 250 at the moment uh, in this fight as an underdog. But again, coming off the embarrassing loss to Derek Brunson and hearing him talk about the understanding of the mistakes that he made. So it's one thing if you make mistakes and you refuse to admit you made mistakes, that you just kind of brush it off as nothing. He understands the mistakes he made. He understands that he wasn't focused. And nonetheless, Kevin Holland is willing to step up on basically three weeks' notice to step in on a main event on ABC to fight Kev Marvin Vittori, who is a very dangerous fighter uh, as well and someone who is, is vastly on the rise in the UFC. And most people are saying, yeah, Vittori, he's got this one relatively easy. I disagree with that. I'm picking Kevin Holland in this fight. And I lost a lot of respect for Kevin Holland in this last fight, the camp leading up and, and how everything went down. I was really disappointed by everything that, that happened uh, there. It, it's not it's not that he lost that's the disappointment. It's, it's the way everything went down that was disappointing. He is out to prove that he is one of the better fighters in the UFC. He's out to prove that he deserves um, opportunities against good names, big names, high-ranked opponents, and things like that. And it's going to start with a fight against Marvin Vittori on Saturday. He's going to come out with something to prove. And I believe Kevin Holland is going to prove uh, that uh, that he was just had a really, really bad fight uh, there in his last, uh, his last fight against Derek Brunson. We were supposed to be joined by UFC heavyweight Harry Hunsucker. And uh, it looks like we have gotten stood up today. Uh, by Harry. He's busy. I know he was going to be doing some work today and uh, was going to join us uh, during uh, a break in between classes that he was doing. But at this point, it looks like we're not going to get him on for today. Uh, Harry Hunsucker, he announced after his last fight against Bam Bam Tuavasi that uh, he had earned a UFC contract. He had stepped up on four days notice uh, to fill in and fight to Avasa, and he had no chance, in my opinion, to beat him, uh, especially on four days' notice. Uh, he comes in, he takes some low leg kicks early that looked like it crippled him. I was hoping to talk to him about that. He got some big licks in onto Avasa before ultimately to Avasa knocked him out. Uh, TKO uh, stoppage there in that fight. But um, he was starting his preparation uh, for a full fight camp and a chance to 
uh, to get to the UFC uh, cage octagon with a full fight camp under his belt and just found out uh, yesterday that he is going to have to get surgery on some injuries that he has. Uh, he's got a broken thumb, uh, UCL uh, tear as well. And uh, so he's going to have to get surgery on that. The recovery for the surgery, they're saying, is three to four months, I believe. And uh, so that's going to put his uh, his his debut or his second, excuse me, second opportunity uh, there in the octagon is now going to be pushed back a little ways because of that. Uh, we'll give it just a second and see if he's able to come, and I'll get you the exact um, uh, what he says here. Let's see here. So, yeah, left thumb. Uh, has a break uh, where the bone is completely detached and his UCL ligament is completely torn and retracted. So the surgery to repair it and recovery time, I said, is about three to four months. And, uh, and then as soon as he can, he will get back to business there uh, and and going from there to see if he can get himself a, a decent matchup. I'd like to see him fight Jared Vandera again. That's who he fought on Dana White Contender Series on two days' notice. He came into that fight and nearly knocked out Vandera in the first two minutes of that fight, and then he just had no cardio because of the two days' notice to get prepared for that fight. And uh, sadly, that one did not end well. Basically, Vandera, who outweighed him, the last three fights that Harry Hunsucker has fought, he's been outweighed by a ton uh, against Vandera. I think it was a 20, 20 or 30 weight uh, pound weight difference. Um, then he fought um, uh, Corey Moon, I think, uh, as a heavyweight champion in HRMMA uh, regional circuit. And uh, he knocked him out, Moon. He knocked Moon out, but Moon outweighed him by a ton as well. And then he comes up against Bam, uh, Bam Bam Tuavasa. And I believe Hunsucker weighed in at two. 40 something and Bam Bam was at 265 somewhere in that range uh, as well so he's been outweighed uh, in the, his last three fights and of course in those fights he's one and two but he almost knocked out Vandera and he did beat Moon but Bam Bam Tuivasa was just a little little too much we are trying to reach out one more time uh, to Jared and, or excuse me to Harry all right, we are joined now by UFC heavyweight Harry the Hurricane Hunsucker. Mr. Hunsucker, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, okay, you had your fight, your UFC debut on four days' notice. Uh, you fought Bam Bam Tuivasa. Was there ever a moment when they had that phone call, told you what they wanted you to do, that you thought, you know what, that could be painful. I'm not sure I want to do that. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, the risk involved when you've been fighting as long as I have, I've been fighting for like 15 years now. So, you know, the risks involved. Um, and I mean, obviously the stakes are a lot higher and the risks are a lot higher at that level, but you know, um, it is what it is, man. And, you know, I'm glad we took the, you know, I'm glad we took the short notice fight because it got us the deal. You know what I mean? It got us in. Definitely. We'll get to the pre-fight stuff in a second. In in the fight, you took a the second leg kick that you took looked really painful. <laughs> um, yes, was was that so different? Um, you know, I mean, the, the big thing is I just fought two weeks before that. And like I actually landed a kick on the guy I was fighting and messed my leg up. So it was already hurt. But like two, I mean, Bam Bam's got serious leg kicks, man. So, um, I mean, obviously it hurt and it sucked. 
But, you know, I could have made it, you know, I could have made it through a couple more of those until, you know, and when that happens, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is, man. You're a, you're in the heavyweight class, dude. You leave your chin hanging out there and it gets caught. You might go to sleep. So, you know, that's just yeah. part of the game. You got a couple clean shots in too. Did he yeah. give you any, yeah. any kudos for the shots you landed on him? Um, you know, dude, he was super respectful. He was an awesome guy. He was very thankful for me taking the fight on short notice. Um, and, you know, we didn't really talk about, hey, you know, this is how the fight went just because afterwards I was a little out of it. You know what I mean? So he just came back and we loved on each other for a minute. We talked, you know, we we exchanged, you know, um, you know, just, you know, talk of respect. And then, you know, he brought me a he brought me a beer back and. I had a quick drink and then, you know, that was pretty much it. So tell us four, I mean, four days notice, uh, you know, we talked about your uh, Dana White contender series fight against Vandera on two days notice. This was a much uh, was bigger actually, stakes. I feel like it was actually on four days notice as well. It was on the same. Oh, okay. notice. Yeah. Um, um, but how did, how did that lead up go to this fight? So the contenders with the contender series fight, obviously it was high stakes as well. Um, but it's it's like the audition for the UFC, and this one is like, no, nah, you're in. So I mean, obviously the nerves are a lot higher. Um, I went straight in on the main card too. Um, you know, we went main card, and so I mean the nerves were high. Um, you know, you're fighting the number 16 heavyweight in the world on four days' notice with no camp. Um, essentially no camp to train for him. I had two training sessions to train for him and that was it, man. You know what I mean? So it's a, uh, you know, it was a tough thing, but you know, it is what it is. So, uh, so, uh, you you have the injury now that you got surgery that's coming up, uh, to take care of us. What broken thumb and a UCL ligament. Yeah. So, um, I actually have in this thumb right here. Um, this thumb, I've got like a piece of the bone broken off right here. And then the ligament right there is completely torn. So they're going to take a, uh, they're going to take a ligament out of like this part of my hand and put in my thumb and I'll get that done Monday. And it sounds like it's like a three to four month recovery period from what they said to me. So did you have a date planned on your next fight? No, not right now. I mean, um, you know, I was already under, uh, suspension, um, for 45 days. So, um, you know, I got the 45, I had the 45 days already and then they sent me in to get an MRI on the thumb and, you know, ended up being pretty bad. They offered me two options to repair it. I chose the one that I thought was, um, that I thought was better for me. Now, explain for the casual fan that's listening your suspension because they usually hear suspension. You go, oh, my goodness, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, well, it's just it's a standard medical suspension. Anytime that you lose, um, especially when you get like like when you get hit like I did and you have a little bit of brain trauma, you get an automatic suspension just so this can recover. You know, yeah. Uh, do you have a guy that you want to fight when you get the opportunity? Um, I'm open to fighting pretty much anybody um i would like to work my way up to the top 16 now <laughs> instead of just jumping right in at number 16 so um i'm open to fighting anybody you know i mean that's i think that i've proved over my past few fights i'll fight anybody i mean i fought a guy that was 50 pounds overweight i fought two um very high level guys on 
very short notice. I mean, I think I've, I've proved that I'll fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. But now I think that I've earned the opportunity to have a, a training camp and to do it the right way. So this next move will be, you know, my next, I've took a lot of risks over the past six months. I mean, I've fought four times in six months. That's more than most people fight in a year. You know what I mean? And I fought that and it's actually less than six months. It's like five and a half months. Um, so, I mean, I've fought four times in six months, man. Again, like I said, it's more than most people fight in a year. So I'm going to take my time. I'm going to recover. And then we're going to come at this the right way because we've got the contract and we're in now and I'm going to do it the right way. Uh, do you have any interest in a rematch with Jared Vandera? Um, I definitely think that that's a great match for us. He's got a fight coming up, I think, maybe this weekend. or next. He's, it's, I think it's UFC 256, maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure. He's got a fight coming up is all I know. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I mean, he beat me. He beat me. But do I think that I would like to have that fight back? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm open to fighting anybody, man. I got no grudges against nobody who's beat me. I'm just trying to climb, yeah. you know, so whoever they offer me is good for me well for unselfish reasons i want to see you fight vendera again on a full camp i love I that like fight on dana white contender series man you you almost had him knocked out in the first two minutes of that fight yeah. and uh you yeah. know i think if you had a full camp there's you would have had the cardio to stick around a little bit longer yeah i mean um i would like to have that fight back but like i said i'm not focusing on anything in the past right now i just want to get ready for whatever is next for me and if it was him i'd be fine with that you know, I'll fight anybody. I don't care. Uh, we're with UFC heavyweight Harry Hunsucker. Uh, I want to shift gears just just for a second here. Um, you know, you're very active in your community. Uh, obviously, you work locally and teaching kids and and others as well. Uh, I saw on social media this past week you were taking some house. Yeah. So, um, you know, we know that you know some people are still not wanting to get out and do like the community egg hunts that are going on. So me um, and our team here at Elite, our owner, and I'm not actually the owner of Elite, by the way. Um, I'm just the, I'm the general manager. I manage all four of our locations. So um, we got like 1300 eggs and we showed up to 25 people's houses and uh, hit eggs in their front yard for them to find. That's awesome. It's it's, cool. Yeah, it yes, great. It's great to see people giving back to the community, thinking of others as well. Uh, Harry, we are big fans of yours. We're excited about what's ahead for you. So excited that you're going to get a full camp and an opportunity to show show your talents, your full talents on the UFC level. Um, any thoughts on the uh, the new Venom gear that's coming in? Um, I, I you know I saw the first the first look at it today, and I actually like it, man. I think it looks cool. I know a lot of people had negative things to say about it, but like any time, I mean, it's like. I mean, it's not a political thing at all, but anytime that there's a transfer of power, um, you know, there's going to be people that like it and people that don't. I like, I actually like it. I thought it was, I thought it was clean. I thought it was refreshing. We've been looking at the Reebok kits for a long time and they, the Reebok kits are great. You know what I mean? But you know, the Venom ones will be fine too. The UFC is, is up here. You know what I mean? So they're going to make sure that their gear matches that they're not just going to let it, people go out in anything, you know? All right. Well, Harry, we're going to keep our eyes on you and keep, uh, keep up with your uh, recovery and with your next fight whenever that time comes. Hopefully we'll talk to you again closer to that fight. But uh, hey, thank you for taking the time for us tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.